let's get ready and do a little year-end review. Let's have one more fun episode before we go back to the dull and the mundane. Probably going to be a couple of caveats to this episode. As as I speak right now, it is Sunday, December 29th, 2019. And this is going to be the final episode of FritzCast ever. We won't be back until next decade. There's your dad joke. It's out of the way. We got through it. It was cringy. But that's that's my life now. Uh, it's dad jokes and cringe. How was your holidays? Christmas, uh, uh, Kwanzaa, uh, Hanukkah, whatever it was you celebrated. Solstice, uh, Festivus for the rest of us. How was it? Was it good? I certainly hope that it was well. I love, uh, I, I make no, uh, I don't make it shy or anything. I, I absolutely love the uh, the Christmas season. Uh, just something about it every year that... I truly do enjoy from from decorating and Christmas lights and festivities and good baked uh, gooey fattening foods that you end up regretting or at least that your work uniform ends up regretting um, for those of us who have work uniforms not not naming names uh, or citing any specific examples myself um, but. You know, baked goods are good, you know? Good good food is good. Good com- camaraderie and family gatherings and all that jazz is good. I love Christmas time. I love it from... I love it I love it really from Thanksgiving all the way till December 25th. I'm high on life. It is like just a very rejuvenating time for me. Um, it is my zen. It is... what It, it is just... Uh, Pure joy and happiness to me. Um, truly. Truly is. I'm not making that up. I'm not being facetious or anything like that. I, I truly do just love everything about it. That's not to say that I, other times of the year I just am pissy and hate everything. No, I love summertime when I go to the beach, when me and my family, uh, my family and I, uh, however you grammatically say that. Um, I love when we go to the beach. We go to the beach for for one week every summer uh, in Wildwood, and uh, you know, yeah, that's that's the height of my partying festivities. Oh, he goes to Wildwood. It's a family beach. Wow, this guy lives a high life. I know, but I love going to Wildwood. I love being down there for a whole week. I love going on the beach every day. I love boogie boarding and jumping into the dirty ass ocean, uh, among other things. Love walking the boardwalk. Love checking out the rides, the water parks. Uh, mostly because that's you know that's vacation time. It's you know I literally do decompress during vacation. For some reason, I decompress during the holiday season, despite the fact there's there's a million things to do. There's a million places to go. There's uh, there's the whole commercialism and shopping and all that stuff. But you know I truly do 
love finding gifts for people, making gifts for people. You know, my wife has taught me to be more crafty uh, in my day, and she made she made some great Christmas presents for um for all of Emery's grandparents. Believe it or not, she bought canvases and she borrowed her aunt's Cricut machine, which cuts you know paper. And she made these fancy canvases that uh, that uh, have Emery's handprint, well, her knuckles at least, and her feet footprints and 2019 and true love on it and all that jazz. Very fancy, like stuff. And I couldn't love couldn't love it more. Couldn't love putting together our Christmas Lego town uh, together every year, which we buy a new set for every year. Um, and then. Uh, Despite all that joy, you know, going out, I'm staring at the sign I actually got for Christmas. It's uh, it says "Farm Fresh Christmas Trees, Pine, Spruce, Fir." Uh, complimentary, complimentary, complimentary cider and hot cocoa. Cut and carry. Established 1929. It's just a, it's just a Farm Fresh Christmas Trees sign, and it's a joke because I keep saying that I'm gonna have a Christmas tree farm. It's gonna be the best damn Christmas tree farm ever. Sorry about the noise in the background. I was moving stuff out of the way. I love that sign. That that's the goofy that's the goofy gifts that I get for Christmas sometimes. Ne- next to that is a bunch of Funko Pops that I got from various people. My wife, uh, my sister, who drew my name for Christmas. Uh, who do we get added? Who do we get adopted into the army? Most people know my Funko Pop collection. I have primarily Star Wars, but it's starting to expand outside of there. I've got. Uh, well, my sister got me George Washington and Ben Franklin, because I'm a history nerd. So I've got George Washington and Ben Franklin amongst these. i got a bunch of Star Wars ones. I have Metallica, the entire collection of Metallica. I've got some of the Avengers in here. i got Thanos with an Infinity Gauntlet. I've got, uh, I've got the Hulk with the Avenger Gauntlet. I've got Spider-Man in the Iron Spider suit. I've got a little PlayStation section, which is... Uh, Kratos and Atreus from God of War and a Draugr from God of War and Nathan Drake. Uh it's a it's a quite a collection of mostly Star Wars, but now it's it's branch oh, I've got the twelfth Doctor from Doctor Who too. Uh Funko Pop Army, man. Love it. Love getting fun. Oh, and I got Sam from from Supernatural, which is ending on the on its final season. I'm so hype and, and sad about that. But uh you know, despite getting these cool, goofy things for Christmas, which I've got, I got other stuff too. I've got, uh, we got so much stuff for Emmy, clothing-wise, toy-wise, uh, and stuff for us. Like my wife got me a canvas photo from our Christmas photos of me holding Emmy up in the air. Absolutely adore the picture, and we hung it up in the house, and we made the house feel more homey. Uh, despite the fact that we've been living here for five years, <laughs> and want to get something bigger relatively soon within like the next five years you know you spruce up what you got you make it homey um so we love what we got going on here uh but you know seeing people light up when you get them goofy little gifts or get them baked goods or just hang out with them you know it's fun and then like chris we lose sight of that camaraderie and that togetherness after christmas at least i feel that because december 26th depending on what I have to do that day. And and this year, I didn't have to do anything. I, I was off until I went back to work last night slash this morning. So I'm back at work for 
another two weeks, and then I'll take another two weeks of parental leave off, and then I'm actually done for a little bit. I'll be back at work straight up through June vacations. Aside from, like, random days I might take off or extend some of my weekends to three-day weekends or four-day weekends if I can. Here here or there. Um, but December 26th is always, like, usually is a hard day for me, even if I'm sitting around doing nothing uh, and I can just decompress uh, from the holiday. The uh, I hate the ending of things, I guess. I hate the... Like, to me, it's the mark of the end of the season... Going into the new year, I'm not like that big a person who's like, it's new year, do be. I hate that. I hate that. There's nothing that's stopping you from being a new you any day of the week, any month of the year. Any day of the week, any week of the month, any month of the year. Nothing's stopping you except yourself. Only you can hold yourself back from from changing something, from setting goals, from, from making a determination. So I never saw the new year as that, you know, Oh, it's a new year. It's a new year. Like, to me, uh, especially now, I guess, because I'm 30, and uh, I remember childhood just dragging along so much. And used to, you know, used to be like, wow, years used to last, like, freaking millennias when you were a kid. And you would always be like, wow, next year's so far away. And now when I hit, like, we're hitting, we're going to hit 2020 in a, in a few short days. We're going to hit 2020. And the only thing in my mind is, damn, that year went by fast. Like, and there was a lot that happened in this last year. Personally, there was a lot that happened this year for me. And then on top of that, if we look at American politics in the world, there's been a a buttload of crap that happened in the last year. So much happens at such a breakneck speed. And then before you know it, you're in the next year already, you know? And, And sometimes I feel like I have trouble... Slowing down and truly trying to enjoy, you know, what, you know, the time. Uh, after the birth of my daughter, I, I've reined that in a little bit. I know how to, I know what, what's more worthy of my time and what's less worthy of my time, is what I like to say. But December 26th, especially like this year, this, this year it was, you know, we have a four month old. And it's like, all right, we got to take the Christmas stuff down. Like, I don't want it hanging up until the end of January, that kind of thing. So, like, literally, December 26th, we were not doing anything. We had nothing going on. We detrimmed the tree. Uh, I took it out to the backyard, as I do every year. I throw it on top of my wood pile. It dries out. And then when it becomes spring and summertime and we want to do fires and all that, it makes great firewood. You know, just burn it up. Uh, it makes great kindling too. If you if you save the branches and all that, you know you can have some great kindling to start a fire. Uh, because that's that stuff <laughs> lights up like mad. So we did we did that. Uh, took a, took down all the lights. Took down all the outside display. Which this year I've had the biggest outside display that I ever have had. Before it used to just be icicle lights and one inflatable, and then I got another inflatable. So it was icicle lights. And two inflatables, and this year I took the icicle lights, and instead of dangling them from the uh, gutters, I dangled them from all the windows in the house. I finagled them to to just be on the windows, and I had inflatables, and I bought two of those spirally stand-up Christmas trees that light up, and and my wife and my my wife's aunt bought me two of those light-up 
reindeer things to put outside. So uh, I had quite a little, you know, display going on. And uh, so each year it's like I'll buy one or two more items and, and expand it, which is fun. But, uh, you know, the, the next day took it all down. And, and in fact, yesterday took all of that stuff to storage. So it's actually packed up and it's not even, you know, the new year yet. So I don't know. It's just like the sadness overcomes me because it's like, ah, nothing big or special is going to happen for until kind of like summertime and winter time it's darker out the days are shorter it's cold a lot of things are you know just a little more on the depressing side of things i guess i don't know and and the new year's never been i've never been really big on the new year's thing i don't really care about the ball dropping i don't care about going into the next year um i don't get the uh stunning celebrations and and partying and festivities and all that i just I never really got it. Part of that might be because my my father's birthday and also his uh, the day that he died is is New Year's Eve. Um, that that could play a factor into it. I mean, that happened when I was really young, and I did have years of wanting to stay up for the ball drop, getting you know cold duck. Yeah, that's right, sparkling wine in a glass. You know, being a you know fourteen or fifteen year old or thirteen year old or. 12 year old or whatever you know enjoying sparkling cider or sparkling wine as it were thought something was cool about that maybe it's just because the past couple years i've had to you know I've, I've worked all those i've worked like every new year's for the past seven years and so i don't see the ball drop uh i don't see any of that stuff and uh, i guess i just don't care Regardless of that, I, I like I've never really like I, I never really saw it as a goal setting time, uh, as a time for change. I feel like that you do that throughout the year. I feel like you're you're limiting yourself if you're just going to limit it to New Year's and all that. That doesn't mean that you don't sit down and toy with like you know things that you have in mind or or, or goals that you do want to set. But I don't like I don't do it. I don't call them New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I can tell you that much. I think that is a mistake. I, I think calling them New Year's resolutions is a mistake. Uh, so I do have some plans for FritzCast in the coming year. I actually put it out on Twitter. I said, 2020 goals. Impeach all the things. We're going to impeach everything. Impeach the president. Impeach the government. Impeach the Funko Pops. Impeach uh, Delaware as a state. Uh, impeach my Twitter account. Impeach the road. All of it. Everything's getting impeached. Even you. Going to impeach the audience. First ever audience impeachment coming up. Uh, no more hashtagging. Severely limited, at least. Um, I'm going to... Uh, I've taken some advice from people. They say, hey, man, your podcast is great. Your episodes are great. When you put it out on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, and any other form of social media or whatever, just refrain from 9 billion hashtags. Maybe limit it to one hashtag, and if you can at all, don't do any hashtags. Looks more organic. Okay. Uh, spend more time writing. I've been writing a, a series of books, uh, fiction, you know, novels. I've been I've been working on a series for over the last year or so, and I've really hardcore been writing this past year. So uh, I want to spend more time writing. I'm going to spend more time, even more time, with my wife and my daughter. And by that, I mean like we're trying to cut down on on television consumption and just you know sitting around and being lazy. Uh, that ties into Changing our family diet to cut out sugars, uh, a lot more strict portion control, 
and more exercise. I intend to get my bike going again, go biking, you know, probably not every day, but, you know, every other day, go back and, and start doing my five-mile biking extravaganzas because they only take about an hour, and that's a good chunk of exercise going out and biking. Looking forward to that. And then finally, start having one guest per month on FritzCast, which, if you listen to last week's episode, we had uh, Todd Hagopian. And, well, I guess not technically last week's episode. Technically, it was two weeks ago, I guess now. Todd Hagopian, uh, the Libertarian-in-Chief, was the very first guest on FritzCast. We've had great outreach from you guys uh, from that episode. And if you haven't listened to it yet, you can listen to it. It doesn't go away. It's there. It sits in podcast land literally forever until I hit the giant red delete button, which I don't think I'll ever do. So it's there. You can go listen to it. It's simply titled Todd Hagopian. That's the episode. And, you know, I did I did about 15 minutes or so worth of content before going into the about 30-minute long interview with Todd Hagopian. And I, I it was an experience I thoroughly enjoyed. I loved doing it, and we're going to do it more. I'm, I'm going to expand it at least slowly. I figure once a month is not uh, that big of a commitment aside from having to find people and people willing to come on the show. That's the big commitment. It, to have people come on my show that is... This is, you know, this this is a this is kind of like a, a one man, no frills, no big website with newsletters and endless, you know, promotion and all that jazz. It's just a one man show. Uh, but I think there's appeal to that. Uh, I think people are willing to come on because I've had people talk to me about wanting to come on. So uh, I'm getting ready to roll out a plan for at least once a month to have a guest on, and that those episodes probably will primarily be focused on interviews. And I think that'll help split up the content a little bit, make things a little bit more fresher and, and interesting. You know, some like sometimes you can't get all the guests you want, but sometimes you can get the guests that you don't want. Bernie Sanders, ladies and gentlemen, how how y'all doing? Uh, I hope everybody had a, a a great holiday season. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, Merry Christmas, if if that's your jive. Happy holidays. We're coming up to a new year. We had a great democratic debate in which I would probably placed double one. No, you no. Stop, Bernie. Stop. You did not you actually did not place number one in that debate. Believe it or not, Vice President Joe Biden placed very highly in that debate. I I I, I, I don't I think you overestimate Joe Biden and his popularity. Joe Biden talks about children jumping in a pool and playing with his leg hair. All right, have you ever heard anything off the wall like that from me? Not on a personal note. Maybe some of the policy points, yeah, but but not on a personal note. Stop policy point. My policy points are sound. Policy points. You just believe that government should be limited, and I think. That government should be massively expanded so that you can enjoy it. That's a point of contention, Bernie. But I will concede there are have you know that the, there's some there's been some awakening. There has been there has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Honestly, I'm I'm kind of scared now. No, but my my point is is that 
for such a long time I've I've gone on about libertarian limited government and I don't think I've put enough emphasis on what I mean and, and really dive in depth to some of the topics like like healthcare, you know, you think Medicare for all is is the way. A fundamental human right. Healthcare fundamental human right. Yes, yes, and I realize I've I've maybe been approaching the argument in a wrong way thanks to some of the other podcast uh, content and people that I listen to. Uh, so, you know, I think that there's going to be some interesting evolutions coming up on the Fritzcast that's still going to be a pinnacle of liberty and libertarian-ish kind of values. Your loss. Well, you know, hey, Bernie, you didn't do, uh, you weren't on, uh, the show with, uh, Todd Hagopian. Uh, we were supposed to get another song out of you before Christmas, I thought. Well, such is life. I had, you know, I had a debate to prepare for that I had the holiday season, uh, that 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 is among us. It's still happening right now, kind of, uh, because it drags on into like January. People hold on. They still watch uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas up until like April. Sometimes um, you're right. I was supposed to come do a song, but you had you had that uh, Todd fella on the program. I figured I would step away, uh, let you have your uh, five minutes of fame. Do you think like my show's contingent on you? Don't you? I'm just, I'm just saying that uh, Birdmiser, number one chart-topping hit for the holiday season. I know everybody was reporting on All I Want for Christmas is You, but uh, it's really the number one was Birdmiser. It was there, it was up there, it was number one. The media has an agenda against progressives and myself, and they buried it. Those are strong words. I mean, you can sing right now if you want. Uh, you know, I, I, I think, I think uh, that you know this is good. I think uh, maybe even cut the conversation, you know, right about now is 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 okay. Why is there something? Is there something wrong? No, it's just uh, you know, I'm not uh, you know, a little under the weather, as you can hear, you know, in my voice, that's a little nasally. Your voice is always nasally, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's not new. But, uh, but the, the coughing and the, uh, uh, that's, that is new. I mean, you know, I mean, what would you want me to sing anyway? I don't know. I mean, you're supposed to come up with the uh, songs here. Uh, uh, you, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Bernie Claus is coming to town. He's making a list. He's checking it twice. Gonna give Medicare for all to you guys. Purdy Claus is coming to town. You didn't write a parody this week, did you? I got kind of, you know, busy with things. But don't don't you worry. There will still be festivities to be had. It's still winter time. I'm sure there's still a song or two that I could parody to tell you how you're wrong about stuff. Okay, well, I'll look forward to that then. I'll let you go up on your way. I'm sure you're busy. And thank you for stopping by. Thank you for a great 2019, Bernie. I can't wait to see what 2020 brings. Use the hashtag, hashtag burn2020. We're going to take the White House after we impeach President Donald Trump. I'll see you guys later. I love you. Okay, well, yes, and that's, you know, yes, Donald Trump was impeached, whether people want to argue about the technicalities of impeachment or not. Donald Trump was impeached in sometime in, in January, maybe, uh, that he will, uh, 
he will maybe face a uh, trial in the Senate. That, that all depends because right now we have this big old uh, circusy thing where uh, wherein Nancy Pelosi is saying that they're withholding the articles of impeachment from the Senate because they need to see what kind of trial the Senate's going to set up while the Senate says that they're looking for a uh, speedy... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dismissal. Acquittal. That's the... Acquittal. That's the word. They're looking to just, you know, we're done. We're good. Which everybody predicted. Everybody knew. Everybody knew that Donald Trump would not be removed. Uh, It'd be very surprising if anything else happens with that and any counter developments to that. So that that's that's been one of the biggest stories this year is 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 this march to getting Donald Trump impeached. Uh, And then you got to think about some of the other things that happened over this crazy past year, the only way I can really tell you is going to my podcast page and, and telling you some of the some of the episodes that we've had over this past year, which uh, it's been a lot. Like I said, my life changed a lot. Big promotion, uh, finally a father, uh, so much, so much in, in a short amount of time, even though it lasts, even though it went throughout the entire year, Seems so short, man. So short. We had a lot of things. We had the impeachment. Uh, We had uh, people talking about free speech on the internet. Still a big centralized debate about this stuff. We had the whistleblower that dropped all this stuff back in November. Hit the wrong button there for a minute. I'm back on. I'm back on pace now. We had we had town halls from CNN that were seven hours long. Talking about Green New Deals and stuff. Uh, we had uh, th- this vilification of the Koch brothers with the passing of David Koch. Uh, we had the Jeffrey Epstein story from the summertime, which is completely dead in the water, just as Jeffrey Epstein is or may not be, according to whatever conspiracy theory you like to believe. Uh, whew, back in June and July, mocking a politician in which, uh, in, in which I made fun of... Uh, I forget her name. I forget her name at this point. Uh, Justin Amash going independent, breaking away from the Republican Party. Uh, lots and lots and lots of abortion debate and talk. Uh, Julian Assange being arrested. That was another big, big breakthrough that happened uh, back in April. Julian Assange arrested. And is he a traitor or is he a patriot? That brought up... Um, brought up talks of uh, Ed Snowden and other whistleblowers throughout the years. We had the big Jussie Smollett. Remember that? That was back in February. The Jussie Smollett. Big hoax. Big, big story with Jussie Smollett. Um, We had more Colin Kaepernick uh, bullcrap. Covington Catholic. That was back in January. Covington Catholic, remember the the schoolboys that that crossed paths with the Indian, and there was also some some Hebrew nationalists there and other things, and it was a big news story that reported that had like only one angle of the story of this like three part multifaceted crap fest. And oh yeah, January fifteen, January fifteenth last year, uh, the government was uh, shutting down, I believe it was. 
because that's what they do. In fact, they just passed a $1.4 trillion budgeting bill because what the government does now is that they don't actually sit and debate and actually make a budget. They do these big omnibus-style bills where they fund the government for segments of time until so that the can gets kicked down the road so that they can do it all over again. And all it really is is Republicans appeasing Democrats and Democrats appeasing Republicans. Even though both these sides say that the other one is the problem and they're constantly fighting each other, especially over this impeachment thing, and they can't come to terms and agree on that, but they can agree on spending money like the live long day. Also stuffed in that $1.4 trillion spending bill to keep the government open, which it was a looming shutdown, which wasn't talked about because it had nothing to do with Donald Trump's impeachment, was the federal limiting, or, or the raising of the, of the age to buy tobacco products and vaping products from 18 to 21, uh, which was a, a, a means to try to stop 16-year-olds from doing it, which, by the way, it's been illegal for, for a very, very, very long time for anybody under the age of 18 to purchase tobacco products. And it sparked this, uh, it sparks this debate every time it happens. You, put, you, you raise a limit to 21 for something like alcohol, tobacco, cigarettes, uh, pornography, whatever. And it brings up the same argument every time. This government has laws on the books that they have a selective service that you have to register for to potentially be drafted at the age of 18. And you can enter military services voluntarily at age 18, but you cannot consume alcohol. You cannot smoke you know, what is it with these numbers that we're slapping on laws and, and bans uh, because people aren't adult enough or we want to deter adults from doing that? But, you know, you can't smoke, kid. Smoking might kill you sooner rather than later. Oh, but you want to sign up and p- potentially die for your country tomorrow? Here is the dotted line. Just sign. So, with that being said, we've had a jam-packed 2019. We're getting ready to go into 2020. This will probably get posted up right around New Year's Eve or New Year's Day uh, to get us rolling into the next year. Uh, so, guys, I just wanted to extend my heartfelt gratitude for you guys for listening throughout the, the year, some of you throughout the years. Uh, I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season, and if not, if that's not your thing, well then, hey, you're through it. It's not the holiday season anymore. Uh, we're getting ready to go into 2020, and uh, things are really going to start heating up. Uh, we're going to have... More impeachment content coming up. We're gonna have more debates between the Democrats. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have so much to talk about, and I'm personally excited for for what's for what's coming down the pike. And like I said, Fritz Cast is is evolving a little bit. It's changing a little bit. Uh, we're going to dive in. I think a little bit thicker uh, to subjects really break them down and, and discuss and dissect things. And I, I think having guests on, I think get guests once a month at least, that's going to be the starting goal. Let's get one guest per month on FritzCast uh, and build from there. Maybe it can move up to a bi-weekly thing, and then, you know, you never know. It could end up being a weekly thing. It all depends on how the chips fold for that. But uh, I want you guys to be a part of that experience. I want you guys to jump on board the FritzCast train because we... At Fritzcast, we're trying to end this incessant fighting between each other 
and really breaking down, you know, things to core, like, you know, what are our core beliefs? What is the liberty that we want to pursue? What, you know, liberty has to be the cornerstone. How do we do that? How do we build our society and our government up from the cornerstone of liberty? How do we do that? That's what we need to start discussing. That's what we need to start aiming for. So I think it's going to be a fun ride, and I want you to do whatever you can to help contribute to that. So guys, I love you. Follow me on Twitter at FritzQS, FritzCast, or Facebook.com slash the FritzCast, FritzCastPodcast at gmail.com. And as always, I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Festivus for the rest of us.